welcome to another episode of Wendy Says Things, continuing going through my notebook on trauma recovery. And this is a big one for me because there's no answer to the question why. And a lot of times when I would explain things that happened to me growing up, people would ask me, why? Why would they do that? (laughs) And I would be like... There's no answer to the question why. Logic fails in the face of trauma. It's a sticking point to healing because the mind wants to find reasons. It wants to understand what has happened. And as people, as humans, trying to navigate uh, a, a world, uh, when you're after, once you're out of the trauma, trying to understand how did that experience fit in to the rest of the experiences that we go through as people, um, we get stuck on the why because we live in a world of. Um, that puts an emphasis on causation, you know, on reason, on things being able to be understood if we just think about them properly. And you can get really hung up, I think, in healing by trying to understand why. There is no answer to why and logic fails in the face of trauma. So when you get to that understanding that you're not gonna be able to think your way out of this, you are not gonna find a road path. You can, I mean, I did this. I spent years trying to find the why I studied. I studied psychology. I was reading college psychology textbooks in junior high school to try to figure out why and not only why because we feel like if you can just understand why it's happening you can you can help you can you can change it you can find a way to be safe you can find a way to make sure nothing bad happens to you again and so there's a lot of wrong thinking all kind of wrapped up in that because the world is a mercurial place Trauma happens to people, and it can be <clears throat> caused by uh, purposely by someone who has a bad intent towards you. Maybe not even you personally. You know, a person who walks out and gets robbed. Um, that wasn't personal. You know, it can be from somebody you know intimately who intends to do you harm. You can be traumatized by someone who does not intend to be to to cause you any harm, but they just do something and it's an error or a mistake or whatever and and becomes traumatic. Um, Things can happen that are traumatic that have no, you know, like a spontaneous electrical fire from a short and it burns down a house. That's traumatic. Nobody caused that. Nobody intended that to happen. These kind of things occur, we lose somebody that we care about, um, 
there's no there's no safety there's no security there is no way that I know of no person I've met who's been able to navigate life without having loss or some kind of hurtful thing happen to them now there's gradations of uh, pain and experiences and I'm not saying like well everyone experiences pain that's not what I'm saying <laughs> I mean it is true that that pain that that pain, spiritual pain, or emotional pain, or loss and grief, those are things that are common among humanity. That is where we can find common ground, I think, is that everyone has lost something that they care about, provided they're a person who is capable of caring about people and life. Um, and that's probably the only delineation I'm gonna make. But trauma, like when people, intend to cause you harm and they do it over a period of time or um, you know very intensely in an acute situation <clears throat> that can be you know again your mind wants to go to why why did they do that why did it happen to me if you have a spiritual or a religious belief you know why did God allow that to happen um, why did nobody stop it? Why didn't I defend myself better? Why couldn't I get out of that situation? Why didn't I see it coming? All of these whys, <clears throat> while good to think of at least once in case there is a, a point, maybe there is an answer to one of those questions. With the spiritual questions, you might come back to it again and again. But you can get hung up in the why so much that you don't kind of move through the process. So coming to the situation that the, the coming to the understanding that there's no answer to why, that logic fails in the face of trauma, and to accept that you don't know. You don't know now, you may never know, there might be, not be anything to know. That's kind of, it gets you to a place of liberation, you do not now have to put energy towards trying to figure out the why. And then you can address the actual things that need to be addressed that pain that you feel the sorrow that you have um the cope the co understanding and looking at the coping mechanisms you've adopted since the thing happened um the effects on your own self uh because of experiencing abuse or neglect or um trauma whatever that is um you question humanity, the nature of humanity, especially I think if you, like I didn't grow up like this, believing the best in humanity. <laughs> I was kind of like, I grew up thinking people are trash. And, and, and it was always astonishing to me to meet people who were not. I'm like, wow, that person was really kind. And I was fortunate that I had kind people outside of the environment where I grew up um, who were examples of kindness, who embodied that, who showered me with support and affection as best they could given my circumstances, which was rather insulated. Um, so, uh, <laughs> um, maintaining hope in the face of tragedy, in the face of trauma, uh, faith in humanity, faith in other people, faith in yourself that you can navigate and discern who is safe and who is not safe. 
um, learning to trust your own judgment, um, trying to not be blind to the actual situations that are unfolding. Um, you get to where you accept that there is no answer, and that leaves you with four things that you can do. The first is to make your own meaning, and this, this is not an original idea, this is a, a whole part of a book that I read in, in college that refers to it. Um, you imbue meaning into your life. If you want meaning, meaning for your existence doesn't come from outside. Meaning from your existence comes from the meaning that you decide to give it. So, I mean, a few years ago, <laughs> I gave up on any kind of romantic uh, relationships. I was like, you know, I have too many issues. This is not something that I can do. What can and then th I was left kind of with this question, well, then what can I do with my life? You know, I'd come out of a 20-some-year marriage, and that marriage was now over. My kids were all gone and gone, so my identity as mother and wife were gone. And then I just decided that what I would do, to the very best of my ability, was to show up and make a difference in every person I met in my daily life to make a, a positive difference or a po at least a positive impact you know it meant saying something kind it was always to like say the kind thing that I thought like I like your jacket I like your blouse I love your smile I'm so happy to see you because um, <laughs> I feel like these small interactions like really pile up and you don't know if the words that you say that are positive, like how great that impact can be. I know that the kind word from other people has often been a turning point in your day that's been kind of full of garbage. So you can make your own meaning. You can imbue and embody meaning into your daily existence, to your interaction with the person at the checkout at the grocery, if you have someone that you interact with, you know, to the person if you get there's a lot of opportunity if you stay awake and aware um, to be somebody who makes a difference in other people's lives. Uh, you can make your life meaningful by creating, by creating something beautiful, whether it's your garden. I know that um, I walk outside in neighborhoods quite a bit, every place I've lived, and I love going by people who have gardens with flowers and plants especially if they're up by the road where I can take photos of their flowers. <laughs> um, those people might not see their gardening as being meaningful to anybody but themselves. And that's kind of the secret to it, is you do the things that bring you joy and bring meaning to yourself, bring peace. Um, I, I oftentimes use gardening as transformational. I love to garden if I'm feeling heated up about something. I'll get to work on a physical project to kind of work that out. But oftentimes then I'll make something or create something that other people really enjoy. So 
you can make it, so that's the second point, is you can make your life meaningful by the things that you choose to do. And then the third is the kind of action that you take. <clears throat> so it's your brain and your mind wants to keep going back to why, it keeps on turning over the incident, the thing that happened, or the things that happened, or in my case, you know, the, the experience of my growing, um, you know, my brain would often go back there. My mind would want to like turn that over and be like, well, what about this? What about that? And so pulling your brain, like it's fine, acknowledge it. Yeah, okay, that happened, but where am I now? And bring yourself back to the present. And learning for me, um, there's a lot of things that can ease your spirit, like listening to music, um, doing something active, but learning for me, learning a new skill, anything. I've learned, I've learned lots of new things in my life. I've learned how to ride horses. I've learned how to trim hooves. I learned about the nutrition and saddle fitting and a little bit of equine massage. When I was doing that, I learned how to knit. I've learned how to sew. A lot of times I just learned from books and trial and error. Um, and learning for me is a way to kind of keep my mind it has two things. It keeps my mind focused very much in the present on the thing that I'm learning. Um, it expands my knowledge base, which is good. It allows me to grow in skill. Um, as you get better and better at anything, your confidence grows and maybe you go on to master it even. Um, learning something brand new also keeps you very humble because you remember what it's like to make mistakes and to make errors. And it gives you, once you have the skill, the ability to create something that you can give back. Or whether if you learn knowledge, then you know in conversation you can have ideas that maybe will help, or insight that maybe helps other people. You can write articles, or you can write journal things, or you can, make art or you can take up a craft and then you have gifts to give people and people love gifts. So you can give back to people, um, learning something new. And then the fourth one is really very important. It's to not give up. Uh, the hard days are going to be really hard. There's going to be, I've, <laughs> I've had people tell me, they said, I went through this experience and it's not near as bad as what you've gone through and I said look there's a threshold at which when it's bad for you I said there are days that I've had where I get up I start to do my thing and then I just crumple and I'm on the floor I'm laying on the floor I'm why God why me and I'm crying and, I'm, and it just is gut-wrenching literally and that's that's one of the steps on the healing path, and it it doesn't have to have been as bad as what I experienced for that to be a valid response to what you are experiencing. Um, the only thing I can say is that one thing we try to do is we try to not allow ourselves to cry, or we try to not allow ourselves to feel it, and. You have to feel it to heal it. And it sounds kind of trite, but you have to really allow yourself to go there. And know that it's 
when you you give up struggling against it and you accept this is painful you, the one thing that your mind can tell you is that it's temporary and once you feel it all the way you're going to come out of it you know like on the other side of a storm it's it's a weather system moving through your psyche it's gonna rain and it's gonna lighten and it's gonna thunder and it's gonna be scary and the wind is gonna howl and you might be sobbing you know um, I did a lot of my anger work uh, in Vermont actually when I was stacking wood so I would be throwing wood literally throwing wood um, doing something very physical so it can depend on who you are and how you're made up and what exactly you're trying to work through what kind of action that you need to take um, to get through it but that you will get through it and you'll come out the other side and it will be like when the rain stops and the sun comes back out and maybe there's a rainbow and everything feels kind of cleansed so you can get to the other side I know you can um, and I hope that you do so you don't give up so we see these things as challenges that you can rise to and um, you stop at looking for an answer to the why and try to focus on the now and building a good base for you know I journal you know a lot especially at different phases when I really need to kind of outline where my thinking is and what I'm feeling and more importantly to en envision what kind of life I want to be living how am I going to heal these things so instead of finding the why I look at the how how do I go forward from here how do I want to live my life how do I want to build the next chapter what am I going to do today these are very immediate and some futuristic thinking that you want to practice bringing your mind back to to avoid getting hung up on the why so that's why that's where we get to there is no answer to the why maybe there's no answer to the why logic fails in the face of trauma so what you come down to is dealing with the emotional aspect of it the psychological reaction to it you can use logic as a tool to get to the how and the what to pull it back from the why and put it towards what am I going to do next in the next minute in the next five minutes in the next hour in the next week um, you can what am I going to do how am I going to get there what do I want from life what will make my life meaningful to myself because at the end of the day you the only person you are responsible to is yourself you look in the mirror you hold yourself accountable and you do your best so those are my thoughts on there is no answer to why this has been another episode of wendy says things thanks for tuning in see you next time